Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Tommy's making noise on his microphone edition. What was that? What did Sorry, you just do? I was just, ch- just checking my audio levels. Yeah, you Probably ruined my intro. It. No so worries. Start again. No, 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 no. We want the people to hear exactly okay. what you're up to a lot of the time. But welcome, everybody, to the Hungarian Grand Prix post-practice podcast. The PPP is back once again in your ears. And uh, yeah, first day of running in Hungary. And yeah. I guess the, the big talking point, Tom Bellingham, the WTF1 founder, is, well, not big talking point. The talking point that we thought would be a talking point is that Ferrari seems to be the fastest around this track. Again, yeah, it's no. I don't think anyone's surprised by that. It's uh, they've been better seemingly in the corners and stuff. So Hungary being <laughs> just just all Monaco, the corners. yeah, corners. <laughs> it sounds a bit AWS, doesn't it? Yeah. Corners, Ferrari, better. Good. Um, but gen generally, obviously they were good at Monaco, and yeah, very good here. Looking good, Red Bull as expected. I mean. Sergio's had a bit of a yikes again. Nowhere near Max, and Max just doesn't look like he's going to be in the fight for pole. But we know what happens. Wow! Listen to this <laughs> depressed Max fan who's sixty-three points clear in the championship. It's uh... no, no. I mean, it doesn't matter that he doesn't go for pole, does it? Because we all no. know about that stat, and I won't remind you again. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, Ferrari looking very good, which is expected. Um, but also McLaren. Mm. That was not expected. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Ferrari, uh, seemingly the quickest. They've been very good in the slow to mid-speed corners uh, all year. And of course, Hungary, very tight, very twisty, very technical. Uh, Monaco without the walls, is, uh, as we've described it yep. and how it is described. Um, but yeah, McLaren. Out of nowhere, they, really. They weren't there in FP1. This, this, Tommy, this is where I'm going to start putting my uh, non-denial hat on anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that hat from the French Grand Prix away, the sad depression hat, and I'm now going to okay. bring out optimism hat. Go on then. All right, McLaren, you know what? If you want to slot in P3, P4 this weekend, do it. You know what I mean? Because oh, what? Take some more points off Red yeah, Bull. And... you know it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, look, this is something well, that we've not really... Gonna... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but this is something that we haven't really had this season, not particularly anyway. There hasn't been a third team even really scratching the surface uh, of the top two. Um, but this is Ferrari's only hope, right? You know, Mattia Bonotto has come into this Grand Prix weekend saying, well, why can't we win the last 10 races? And, you know, they have to pretty much win the last 10 races. Carlos Sainz has to make sure he is there. And Ferrari need to make sure that they are prioritizing Charles Leclerc, which I don't think they still have clarified or said they will do. <laughs> have if they, they want watched to try and win the, the title. stat? Have, have like that stat going around that Leclerc can win every race and still not win the title? Come on, guys! Like, <laughs> look at it. It's it's <laughs> yeah. a big and they've ask. They've gone. Oh well, Carlos Sainz could also win every race and not win the title. So technically, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ferrari's uh, calculations. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, well, clearly, you know, you just. If you're a Ferrari fan, 
you're hoping that they will convert uh, potentially a one-two, but we don't know. It's only F- it's only Friday. We've seen FB2. We've got potentially got rain for qualifying tomorrow. Um, there is some rain in the air, but it may well uh, hit a little bit early on Sunday, uh, according to the weather forecasts that, uh, oh that word, I've seen. The forecast I've seen, I think we're in for a big old watch along tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, qualifying. Nice little red flags. It's a, it's a thunderstorm six-hour stream as we're sat there waiting for the quality to start by the look of it it's Can't not a, it's wait. not a light shower it's uh get the popcorn thunder, yeah thunderstorms all day so maybe all this running is completely irrelevant because it's going to be wet well they started doing slightly different uh runnings in fp1 i think in in the you know in the run-up to thinking well fp3 might be a washout try and get all their data today because sunday does seeming seemingly look like it's going to be um, a dry race but of course it'll be a green track if it's been completely washed out so it could be an interesting um, thing to to watch out for on Sunday but yeah so McLaren looking really impressive Lando P2 in FP2 Danny Rick was there as well wasn't he there or thereabouts um, yeah, P5. a few tenths back in, in P5 and yeah I'm not going to say that they're going to be amazing but it just seems to be one of those tracks where the McLaren car just decides to work around which there hasn't been that many this year. You have to say maybe in the sort of the last few years gone by, they have been more consistently up there, but they have had those few moments where, oh my God, okay, wow, they, they could actually get a podium sort of thing. And this seems to be maybe their one. Yeah. <laughs> if there's gonna be or... a if there's gonna be a track where it's an anomaly, I hate saying that word. Um, like Monaco, it's this one where it is so different to a lot of the others. So McLaren, like no other team as well, have flip-flopped this season in terms of this week we're fifth, this week we're 15th. Yeah. And it just, no other team has gone from being genuinely like almost last and back markers to chipping away at probably the Mercedes in third. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't be jumping on the hype train just yet mclaren fans sorry to disappoint but you never know we could get a cheeky podium from lando uh you never know it just depends how the uh the weekend goes and i think the wet quality is going to throw a complete spanner in the works because obviously a wet quality around this track you bunch up that order this track is notoriously difficult to overtake uh, the new cars will help a bit but it's very very difficult very difficult you saw you saw Hamilton. I know it was unbelievable defending from Alonso last year, but you saw what Fernando Alonso could do, even if you take his skill out of it, that he could hold a Mercedes that was probably like two, at least two seconds a lap quicker than him off for multiple laps, just because there really is only one overtaking spot. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting weekend to say the least. Well, let's say there's two overtaking spots. We have seen some uh, cheeky moves in turn two as well as, oh, true. Uh, as turn yeah. one. Um, but I guess it is all kind of one sequence of of DRS and uh, and whatnot. But um, speaking of finding it difficult uh, to overtake and things like that, I think it's probably worth mentioning before we talk about how bad Mercedes are, uh, is that there'll be one particular car this weekend that it'd be very mm. difficult to overtake. And it is the Aston Martin who has decided to bring a very controversial rear wing uh this weekend and it's as far as my understanding is they've literally just brought it for high downforce tracks like here potentially like singapore 
that this is not something we're going to see for the entirety of the year, but it's a very boxy rear wing, very similar to what we saw last year, really, a lot more like what we saw last year, which you then start to wonder, how on earth is this even allowed? Apparently, it is allowed in the sense of what is written down on paper. However, the FIA hold this thing above all the F1 teams where even if you do find a loophole, me we may well ban it anyway. And you have to say, with this boxy rear wing, with the fact that it will create a lot more dirty air for cars behind, it goes against the spirit of the rules. So I can't imagine they'll get away with anything more than perhaps just this weekend's result. You re- you reckon they might not they might even ban it straight away. It's Potentially. it's a weird it's a weird one. They did say they were going to clamp down a lot more on it this year, didn't they? But if you've not seen the pictures we've posted a few on Instagram, but normally obviously the new rear wings were designed that it chucks all the air right up in the air and um gets rid of all that dirty air, but now They've added, it does really, they've called it the armchair, but it really does look like armchairs, doesn't it? Like the the mm. handles on an armchair. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just meant that you get that like pocket of air in the corner and, and the, the wing works a lot more, gives you a lot more downforce than expected. Surprised that no other teams have done that if it is legal and it is a worry for fans. I know a lot of people have gone, oh, innovation uh, <laughs> is part of Formula One and Oh, we love to see it. But if that goes on the Red Bull and Max is winning by two seconds, uh, you know, two seconds like quicker than everyone, I'm sure a lot of people would be going, no, this is rubbish. Get rid of it. Mm. Uh, and I agree. I don't I would think. Be one of them. And, I, and so would I, <laughs> because I want the, I, I, I don't want the teams. I know it's Formula One and I'll save this for Hot Take Wednesday, but I know it's Formula One, but. Sometimes I, I do like that the fact that they're doing this whole kind of making the racing better. And I don't want teams to find these loopholes that just kill all the amazing hard work that they've done. Because then we won't see moments like in the last race where Max Verstappen could follow Charles Leclerc. I know he didn't get past him, but he followed him for like six, seven, eight laps. Whereas in 2021, that's you have one lap where you have a go, then you kill your tires and that's it, game over. And stuff like that won't happen if these teams start making these rules. And there'll be a lot of you know people that love that technical side that are probably shouting at me right now and going, oh, but it's Formula One. But that's where our opinions differ because <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to see that personally. I, I like to watch Formula One and be entertained by it. And uh, they've done a very good job of making these new regs be good. And I hope it stays that way. Well, I think it's fair to say that the majority of fans want to see close racing. And that is the number one uh, priority for these new regulations for this year is that they want closer racing and they want more overtaking and they want more entertainment. That's why I think the FIA would look to potentially outlaw this because it goes against the spirit of the regulations. This is literally, they are trying to make it harder for them to be overtaken as well as obviously gain some sort of advantage at high downforce tracks. The reason why I say it's not going to be part of every track is because it's a much more of a draggier rear wing. So it only work when there's um, not long straights, for example. So that's why I think I have faith in the FIA, which is a very dangerous, dangerous thing to say um, that, you know, potentially they would they would look at that if it does. You know, if we see a lot of cars struggling behind the Aston Martin this weekend, I would like to think they would look into it as to whether or not it's it's fair 
for it to exist. But either way, they've introduced it. Some teams have turned their nose up at it and gone, hmm. But if it is allowed, I think we'll see a lot of it in, in places like Singapore. We'll see probably every team bringing out something like this because Aston Martin have taken a reasonable step forward uh, yep. with with it on the car. Sebastian Vettel was seventh in FP2. Thanks, Grace, for the uh, little introdu- introduction there. Hope you're well. And, uh, well, Lance Stroll was 14th. But Sebastian Vettel was seventh. And that's <laughs> that's very good for Aston. Yeah, I'll change my mind. If, if they have it and um, Sebastian Vettel wins, then I'm all for it. But, yeah, uh, Aston he... <laughs> only allowed to have it. <laughs> he can have his farewell, win win ten races in a row, win the championship, and uh, then yeah, would he? Would he imagine. win the title? Though, if he won, I don't think it's. I no, don't think everyone would have to retire. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say if, um, if, Le- if Leclerc can't win, <laughs> if he wins every race. Then, yeah. yeah, no, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's going to be that much better. But you know, if they have a good race we'll, we'll all enjoy to see Seb up there after the recent news yeah this is your first appearance since uh since the news uh, indeed weird saying that it's like it's yeah since appearance. the news yeah uh, what's your me and Katie went, stream i went live how, how do you feel tommy uh it was a big a big shame we saw we finally got him on social media and at what cost because he got yeah it was sad i i must admit it hit me harder when i watched the actual video because i was so caught up in the news i was like oh my god he's retired and i didn't get to watch his full instagram reel that he did and when i watched it it was a very sweet kind of message and saying that he wants to be there for his family and i wonder how many people are gonna follow suit now that formula one races and getting more and more because he's i get i get where he's coming from i mean i obviously you know that i've recently had a, a baby and um i don't even like going away for like a couple of days but imagine like missing so much of that because you're away that's why i'm worried that he might not even come back and do things like i know we've said oh you, you could be a race director that'd be really cool but then he wants to be at home and if there's mm. going to be 60 races a year then he's not going to want to be involved in formula one at all because he's going to miss his children grow up and occasional tv pundit and that's what i'll take like Nico Rosberg when he's looking like really like a villain in a exactly. room. Exactly, exactly. They do it from so home. bizarre. Yeah, very odd. Especially when they have like technical issues with Nico sat there and he's just staring down the lens of the camera. <laughs> it's like, please cut away, please. <laughs> but yes, um, thank you for your thoughts on uh, Seb Vettel, Tommy. Right, uh, what else have we got to talk about? Mercedes being terrible. Yeah, Mercedes they look yeah. dreadful. Eleventh uh, for Hamilton uh, and eighth for for George Russell. Uh, Hamilton afterwards was just saying, you know, for whatever reason, going from track to track, it's just it's not working at the moment. Um, but of course, you know, it is uh, is all to play for tomorrow if it, it, it rains. So that may well work into Mercedes' hands. Uh, very if, very if different, very different chats from them. I don't know if you heard George Russell's interview, but he was more like, "Oh well, it's just set up, and we're not really focusing on the result." We don't I mean, call him PR 63, as some people do, but he was there like saying, we're not thinking about the result. We're just trying things and trying to learn more of the car. Whereas Hamilton came out and it's like, yeah, we suck. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> not quite that extreme, but obviously he was, he seemed very miffed and Ian was like, yeah, we're terrible. So well, there's a team radio, wasn't there during FP2 where I think it, that, when he was like, oh, how far are we off the pace? And they said 1.9 seconds uh, on the same tire. And he was like, on the same tire. Yeah, you can just tell the. Well, we're going to see. 
I can exclusively reveal that my wife bought Grace a Hamilton onesie for this weekend. And I think that's going to be, uh, <laughs> it's going to test the magical power, shall I say, to the, the very Are you extreme. A Hamilton onesie on Grace this weekend. Yeah, my wife when... bought one for him. So, is she, does she remember that I got a three to six month? <laughs> Leclerc, uh, Leclerc one. onesie. Uh, is, that, is that is that in the bin? Well, I want to. I want to. No, it's still there. But I need. Every, I'm 63 it. points behind you, Tommy. <laughs> and you're putting a Hamilton onesie on. Hamilton will pass Leclerc in the championship in no time if you uh, if you do that. Jesus. No, uh, I, I I think this is where the onesie power uh, goes. It, it would take a a miracle. Say, you, you, Mercedes. It's, it's risky though, you know, because mm. the Verstappen onesie. This it could whole kill the curse. power. It, yeah. could, it could kill it by by just pushing that magic a little bit too far. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've also mentioned, of course, that tomorrow uh, qualifying could be interesting uh, with the thunderstorms that are expected. Uh, make sure to come and watch us uh, on Twitch, WTF One Official, uh, where myself and Tommy will be live for qualifying. Filling lots of <laughs> time yeah, and if chatting you want to find about out some random stuff. Strange, yeah, exactly. Some very strange stories, I'm sure, will come out. Uh, not that we've been to Hungary, but um, I'm sure we'll come up with some some ways to fill your time. Uh, Tommy, anything else you want to cover in this PPP? The PPP. Um, Hass not looking great with their new upgrades. I know the one time they brought upgrades, they've gone backwards, if anything, 16th and 17th in FP2. Um, I think Kevin Magnussen was a little bit apprehensive, wasn't he, with the fact that it's not going to be the car that he's kind of driven all year. And that's been the beauty of what Haas have done, though. You know, they've gone a different way, probably one because of budget, but two, they've just decided to try and understand and learn the car that they brought to pretty much the first race of the season. Of course, they can bring minor tweaks here and there, but in terms of major upgrades, uh, this is the first weekend that they've decided to do that. And yeah, I mean, their 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 philosophy of just working with their base car has worked reasonably well uh, at a few racetracks this year. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure they'll take that uh, if they can continue that trend uh, into the second half. And one thing I would add also is happy birthday, Fernando Alonso, 41 years old now, and a wet qualifying tomorrow. Sign me up. <laughs> another another front row, please. Or let, let's make it pole this time. Come on. Yeah, Come on, well, I can see that. I can see your the passion <laughs> in your eyes. That would be quite something. That would be incredible if he got pole, wouldn't it? He's been looking good. Again this weekend, it's been it's one of those where you go, oh, Fernando's there, Fernando's there or thereabouts. Uh, I think McLaren obviously looking a lot stronger. Uh, if you're thinking of an outside pole position for somebody, especially in in wet conditions, but of course it, the form book can change completely when moisture hits the track. So yeah, Tommy, final thoughts. Oh, that was going to yeah. be my final thought anyway. No. Uh, final thoughts is I'm I'm going to say I'm going to make a prediction. That we have qualifying on the Sunday. It's going to be that long of a watch along. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hour watch along. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, that's great. Thank you so much for that. That's that's brilliant. And my yeah, my 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 prediction. I don't know why we're doing predictions now, but this is going to be like our little thing at the end of a PPP. <laughs> Yours is goodbye weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My prediction is Lando Norris top three in qualifying. GG's. Cool. 
Okay, and not that that's a very big prediction considering he was second in, in FP2, but hey, they might be worse <laughs> in, in the wet conditions. We do not know. Right, thank you everybody for watching and listening to this post-practice podcast. Hashtag WTF1 podcast if you want to get involved in the discussion. Give us a five stars, thumbs up, comments, whatever you want to do. Just let us know how much you love us uh, on whatever audio platform you are listening to us on. And we will see you tomorrow on, live on Twitch uh, for Quali Watch Along and Sunday for the Race Watch Along as well and uh, lots of other content, as you know, on our YouTube channel. Thank you very much, Tommy. Thank you very much. Every... Oh, I just had a noise come through. <laughs> so I just, I just, my brain just frazzled for a second. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Twitch Watch Along. Bye! 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 Bye!